What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Game Podcast. I am Matt Primo, joined by my other brother, Chris Norman. Hello, hello, everyone. It's so weird seeing your face on this. It's really weird for me to see my own face on this. I'm not going to lie. It's going to take a minute to get used to my giant muff set. I'm just saying, if you start hearing patent water, I mean, just just ignore me, okay? No, I won't. I won't. I will join in. I will try to be rhythmic with it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is episode 114. This week, we have one big topic, okay? We're going to talk about some other things, but our biggest topic this week is the highly, highly anticipated follow-up to, I don't know, one of the best games, if not the best game of all time, Breath of the Wild. We have Tears of the Kingdom that we're going to be talking about today. Chris has put in several hours. I've been put in several hours as well. And uh, I can't wait to, to talk about the game. So that's going to be a chunk of the episode. I do have a couple of newsworthy things that I'm going to just, just mention. Uh, but other than the playlist, guys, we're going to be talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I do want to... Just mention this up front. We will be talking spoilers. Now, I don't want spoilers past where I'm at, and I know Chris is ahead of me. So I'm probably up. not. Have you gotten the paraglider? Yes. Okay. That is literally where I stopped last okay. night. Well, literally the only thing I've done since then is shrines. So, so no story spoilers indeed. Okay, yeah. So spoilers up until the first Skyview Tower. And that is the same spot that you get the uh, paraglider. So nothing after that. Basically, everything up to, to that first tower, that's all like prologue, I mean, I guess you could say. I mean, that's that's literally the tutorial section of the game. It's a good four-hour prologue. <laughs> a four-hour prologue that I put like seven hours into. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Fucking miss that game. Fuck, I miss it. I know. I know. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. <laughs> But yeah, guys, y'all um, just buckle in. We'll be talking about Tears of the Kingdom in just a little bit. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into our playlist there, sir. Um, have you been watching anything uh, of note? I have not. No. Um, we talked about it a little bit, some personal stuff I've been dealing with. I have no playlist, essentially, other than listen to the same old songs, uh, watching the same two animes that I go back and forth on when I need background noise, and playing Tears. That's about it. Well, good news is I have uh, a little bit more of a playlist than I usually do. So, oh, there you go. I recently watched uh, Air. You know the one with uh, Ben Affleck in it, and uh, yes, Matt yes, Damon yes, yes. by Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's a pretty damn good movie. Is it really? Pretty damn good movie. Gotta say, usually when they team up, they do a pretty good job together. It's really hard to fuck up a sports movie. I mean, you tell me just what is a bad sports movie. I'll say it again. You've asked me this three times, and we've you've gotten mad at me all three times. What was the answer? Friday Night Lights. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> PTSD. <laughs> Dude's name was Boovy. All right? <laughs> Boovy. No, I, I will argue with you until... <laughs> I will die on the sale that Friday Night Lights is a great movie. Miles, last name's fine. That's a cool name for a running back. Boovy you know? Miles. Boovy Miles. No thanks. I'm good. 
pass. Pass on Texas in general. I, mean, I won't disagree with you on that one. <laughs> I also watched... Uh, so my wife went and did some shit the night before Mother's Day, so she went out of town. I ended up doing a movie night with my kids, and we watched uh, that new Puss in Boots movie, The The Last Wish. Dude, that's a pretty good movie, too. Not gonna lie. That series pretty- actually still holds up? I don't think I've ever seen the other ones. Oh. But this one is, uh, is, is, is a pretty damn good movie. It, it was actually okay. pretty funny. And Antonio Banderas, dude, I'm telling you, he has just one of those voices that I wish I could just listen to nonstop. Maybe uh, listen to it while I'm in bed. I don't know. <laughs> or or alone or, in the bathroom. Or alone in the bathroom. Whichever. I mean, he is, he does have my, my favorite movie of all time. So, Mask of Zorro? Oh, yeah. Okay. Got it. I'm with Love you on that. that. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, tell me a sexier couple than Catherine Zeta-Jones and Antonio Banderas when they're dancing. There is none. <laughs> I won't argue that. <laughs> uh, and then I also watched The Departed. I've been trying to get my brothers to watch it for a very, very long time so we could review it on Surfing the Stream. But uh, he's just being a little bit of a bitch about it. So I was like, you know what? I'm fucking tired of waiting for you. So I'm going to watch The, the Departed again. And uh, goddamn, that movie is good too. So I had three great movies that I watched this week. I hope he does watch it. I, I love listening to Josh bitch about movies. That shit's funny. <laughs> Dude, he is such a little bitch about it. <laughs> this is funny though. That I don't remember. One of, one of them you guys recorded probably about a month ago. The movie sounded like it was absolute dog shit, too. But the review was just... I was crying in the truck laughing, dude. I, I don't remember which movie it was. It's killing me now. No. <laughs> Who knows? I, I always tell him, I'm like, dude, like, you need to broaden your horizon with some of these movies. And he's like, I fucking like good movies. Fuck you. I'm like, <laughs> that that doesn't answer my question or prove your point at all. <laughs> sure. But, <laughs> yeah, Sure. He, he's just one of those guys that just has to have action 24-7, and it, it's very hard to get him to watch other stuff. Hey, leave him alone, man. ADD's a thing. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I wish there were y'all could be flies on the wall because there are shit that I have to edit out of the Patreon stuff with him. That's that's pretty bad. If you got to take it out of Patreon, it's got to be rough. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, you can get this for Patreon, right? I'm like... I I can't, man. <laughs> that was a rape joke. No, that was a rape joke. I have to take that out. <laughs> I'm like, bro, like I I can't keep this in there. Like, you might offend the Patreon supporter. I don't know. But that's all I've been watching. And uh, what you said you've been listening to some things. Oh man, just legitimately a, a random playlist. It's like mid 2000s to early 2010s like rocking a little bit of screamo nothing new at all literally nothing new at all it's got like 70 songs in there it's like breaking benjamin a day to remember um man just a few other random sprinkles in it's the same same shit my decompression music i I did listen to uh some breaking benjamin this past week and it was a nostalgic to say the least i saw that i haven't listened to the review yet but i saw that you put it up i'm excited to the uh the the song no games i mentioned this to christian on last week's episode mm-hmm. uh i'm st- i'm still mind blown from it sir still mind blown that was funny i had not 
when I went back and listened to it after reading the lyrics, it 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 it, it hit a lot harder than it ever had. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I've been there, buddy. I get it. <laughs> I was like, how have I never known that this is about him finishing early? <laughs> <laughs> how did I not know that? And why would you call it no games? <laughs> no like games. <laughs> Oh, that's a weird dude he's a really weird guy like he probably as funny as it is to know now probably dead ass serious when he wrote it <laughs> <laughs> we've been there like you said we've been there that's happened it's it's, it's a thing so i've been listening to not much different than i normally listen to currents is still pounding away at my fucking playlist i'm spending so much time on on them their album is a is fucking amazing fucking amazing i love that album so much uh i think it was i think i was talking to you the uh the week before it came out i was like it comes out in a few days and i am my high my high expectations for it and it's usually about two times a day that i'm listening to that at least listening to it two times a day going on two weeks now huh yeah that that oh so good so good Uh, Vela Maya came out with a new album this past week called uh, Mother right before Mother's Day sure like it um bro bro <laughs> I, I don't know how I'm gonna do this end of the year review list I, I don't know how I'm gonna do it because I, I feel like that could be a contention for top five albums of the year that that album is fucking great and it's not just all genty you know, stuttering guitars and shit like that. No, they bring in some shit that um, it reminds me of like NSYNC with the choruses and whatnot. No it's, shit. It's, yeah, it, it's very, very poppy choruses and it's uh, it's really great, really great. So y'all go check that out. It's Mother. Uh, been listening to Periphery, of course. Um, Invent, Animate. Been listening to some Adele. Yes, I fucking said Adele. Um the Patreon supporters voted for Adele to be the next Patreon review for the Wall of Death podcast. And by the way, you can get access to that by going to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. And every week I put up a vote. Actually, I got to put up a vote uh, later today uh, for, for next week's album review. And of course, I should have known better, but all the supporters, Chris included, voted for Adele because they're douchebags. And they like to see me what absolutely not you didn't even have to follow up that you listened to adele with i had to because patreon made me adele has the voice of an angel you bastard and eat a dick if you think otherwise all right (laughs) no is it my typical style of music absolutely not but i don't even give a shit because when she opens her mouth joy comes out which is funny because of how depressing her lyrics can be. <laughs> that is true. That is also a good point. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm talking shit, but she she really is a great vocalist. And she makes some great songs. Uh, Someone Like You, I Will Die on That Hill, dude. That's one of the best songs ever made. And the, what was the James Bond song? Oh. Um, that shit was good. That was a good song. Uh, Skyfall. No, honest, honestly, I like, oh, you're right. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's I'm a it's the name of the movie. <laughs> Oops. Uh, and then, what is it? Uh, Hello from the other side, or some shit like that. That's a mm-hmm. fucking great song too. Again, so, not my first choice in music, but my god, can that can that woman sing? Jesus she Christ, can. she can. So I'm excited to do the review. I'm excited. I'm, I'm talking a lot of shit. 
I am excited to do the review for sure. Hitting that shit on Patreon. <laughs> I was like, surely they won't vote for this, but they probably will. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> I see through your lies. You put it in there as a bait. You're like, I really want to crush this Adele album. And I know if I put it in there, they'll vote for it. <laughs> right. I, I was going to do about a, no uh, games. No games. I was uh I was wanting to do a video reaction to the whole album, but uh, I've been having issues with the logistics of that. So I'm saving that for the uh, Katy Perry album. So uh, it, it'll happen eventually. That, a full album review. That, that that one's gonna suck. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not about to defend that one. <laughs> We're hey, still gonna it, make you do it. Hey, but. it's like. It's like trashy fucking good music, man. Like you, you listen to it and you're like, this is not good music, but it's fucking good. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess it's to... probably catchy. It, Katy Perry is one of those, those singers, and especially that first album, Teenage Dream, which was the one I was planning on reacting to. Uh, after that, I'm not entirely sure. I don't think she has any good music after that, but. I mean, you feel dirty while listening to it, but you like, you know what? I don't even fucking care. This is this is catchy. <laughs> I know every word. <laughs> uh, I won't admit that on the podcast. <laughs> this really is my teenage dream. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sir, there's teenage dream there. Uh, if you know what I mean. Oh yeah, I do. And no contest, no contest there. <laughs> uh. Also, I've, I've been checking out Sleep Token uh, yesterday. They're coming out with this new album this week that they are calling a masterpiece. One of the best albums ever made is kind of what people are kind of describing that new album with. So I'm Old. like, fuck. Fuck, man. I mean, if you say something that's best of all time, I gotta fucking listen to it. So I'm trying to get into some of their older music to kind of prepare me for that, but I'm just I'm struggling to get into them. It's just, I don't know what it is. I've I feel lost. I feel like I feel like that little kid in the corner at a birthday party that no one wants to play with. I'm like, oh, there... that's sad. <laughs> like, that why makes is there why is... Sad. why is everybody else having fun without me? That that hurts my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it probably because you're wearing a Georgia hat. That's that's true. That's true. You just back sit back. alone that's, in the back corner back. with I'll your say. with your two trophies, just <laughs> not talking to anybody. <laughs> You know, y'all want to be dicks and not talk to me? It's fine. It's fine. I got two friends right here. Because between August and January, I am king. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kirby Smart had the biggest flex the other day, by the way. Someone was like, hey, how are you going to win a third one in a row? And he said, the same way we won two in a row. I was like, dang, yo, bro. Why would you? Yeah, like, okay, good on him for that. That's exactly what I would have said just to be an asshole. But why would you? to do that like you already know what the answer is gonna be i blame the reporter i think he paid the reporter to ask him that (laughs) i was like savage yeah that is sad that's a sad statement that was him just laying his his dick on that uh reporter's shoulder (laughs) the same way we did the (laughs) the last two yes i will allow it uh also listening to uh the acacia strain I don't know if you ever got into them. Did you? I, I heard were... them. I never got super into them, no. Yeah. Been listening to two of the, two new of the, two of their new albums. They came out with two albums on the same day. 
Uh, it was like a, one was an EP, one was like a regular album, and yeah, I mean it's the Acacia Strain. So what can I say about them? You know, uh, the Amity Affliction. I, I just gotta say one thing, and then we'll move on to Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Amity Affliction might be, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to alienate anybody. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus when I say this, but I'm going to die on this hill and I'm, I'm open to a uh, discussion for this for sure. Um, I don't, I don't know if you've ever listened to them. Have you? Mm-mm. The Amity affliction is one of the most overrated bands I have ever fucking listened to. I will put them in the same category. now granted, I think these other bands are better than them. Okay, let me rephrase that. I think this band is better than them, not bands. I put them in the same category as Disturbed, where everything fucking sounds... It sounds like they made the same song 40 times every album. Okay, no, that's fair. Same song. And I I just... They don't do anything that I'm just like, that's fucking great. No, all of it is pretty much underwhelming when you come... To, to listen to their music. And I know one of our Patreon supporters is a huge Amity Affliction fan. So, um, Ryan, I am waiting for that text in the Discord. Uh, I just, I, I can't get into them. They're just, I just, I feel like they are what, at one point, Metalcore was just stale. And I feel like they are the perfect example of staleness when it comes to music. I just, I, I just, I don't, I don't think they're a good band whatsoever. I, I think they have some good songs, particularly on their album uh, "Let the Ocean Take Me," which is a fucking great album. It's depressing as fuck, but it's a great album. I mean, it, with that title, it's it can't be happy. Well, a lot of it's that's kind of the issue with all their music. They are a sad boy band. All their all of their music is about depression. Or it's about suicide. Literally all of their music. So it's at some point. Okay, I I get it. Y'all have gone y'all have gone through some shit, right? But guys, y'all gotta yeah, we got we gotta do something different, okay? Fucking you you can only use so many metaphors to describe suicide and depression. I'm just I'm just saying. That's fair. Yeah. I, I would have to hear it to understand it better, but how many albums do they have? Like five or six. This is like gonna that. sound controversial, but how depressed can you be <laughs> well, at this point? They had uh one guy die last year that was really that they were really close to. They had one uh one f- really close friend of the band. Uh, I want to say he hung himself, and what the, the fucking first album is a picture of someone hanging himself. <laughs> okay, well I'm an asshole then. I didn't realize they had that history. That's my fault. <laughs> I guess they are sad. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm not here to debate whether they're sad or not. Like, I'm just right. saying, at some point, you you got to do different things. I'm just saying. Yeah. But then they dive into political shit, and I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Which is why we don't do it on this podcast. Just saying. <laughs> All right, guys the 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 main course today. Okay, I am super fucking excited to talk about this game. Um, 
I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. And I feel like, I feel like a dick after uh, talking to you last night. I was like, I need this dude to text me because I have shit. I need to talk to <laughs> But after you, after you text me back last night, I was like, wow, I'm an asshole. I wasn't I trying to make you feel like an asshole. That's my bad. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. Uh, so just know that I apologize to you for, for the thoughts that I had in my head. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. And the thing, the thing was, I was so close to texting you and telling you, "Hey, hey, I need you to respond." <laughs> but I'm a dick. I'm a dick. Not gonna lie. When um, did you send it? Initially? No, I, I, I didn't send it. I was going to send it. Oh no, no, no! I'm the one that I didn't respond to. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't about whether you responded to it. It was whether or not. You did it in a time frame that suited my interest. Oh, I see. Oh, so you're a selfish <laughs> prick. I got it. Yes. <laughs> Apology accepted. I I'm that stalkerish girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> what, what could he fucking be doing other than thinking about me? This selfish son of a bitch. What is he doing? <laughs> That's all good. That's cool. We figured it out. Yeah. So Legend of Zelda. Tears of the Kingdom, one of the most highly anticipated follow-ups. I, I'm going to go ahead and say of all time, of all time. I I think people have been waiting for this game for the last at least two or three years. I mean, the game, what, Zelda came out, Breath of the Wild came out, what, five years ago? Six years ago? 17, maybe 18, something like that, yeah. So I, I'll give some people, you know, a year or two to, to play the game and whatnot, but so last few years since they announced it um highly anticipated this was probably my most anticipated game of this year past uh fire emblem so i don't i don't even know what what more i want from this year other than tears of the kingdom but this game came out on may 12th and again we are going to be talking about spoilers up until the first skyview tower and uh, you get the paraglider at that same time. So anything before that is fair game. If you're not interested in story spoilers or uh, uh, specific moments that happen to us, then you're going to want to pause this and come back when you get to that point. Well, and just note, guys, it's not spoiling much at all. Even if you if, if we talk up to that point, like I won't say anything about the actual story after that point, but what you do up until there is a pretty big four to five to six hour chunk on a pretty good size map. And that map alone is probably less than a 10th of the one that you follow up with after that. So we couldn't spoil much if we wanted to, it's literally a giant prologue. That That is very true. A giant prologue. It, it's basically the tutorial. Yeah. And they, I mean, let's just dive into it. So let's start sure. with the tutorial aspect of it. Nose first. I think the, I think the tutorial aspect of it was, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know if smart is the right word that I want to use, but I think they used it in a unique way. Mm -hmm. Well, what are your thoughts on it? Cause they, I mean, they you're walking, you think you're, you're free to explore. And by some form of slut magic, they designed it in a way that you, you follow it without even knowing that you're following it. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They, they, yeah, they don't, they don't tell you what to do other than to show you the basic controls at first, but they do kind of, they kind of just guide you in the right circle. 
I guess is the best way to put it because I I did the entire thing and didn't even realize that I did it the way I was supposed to and I could have just as easily done it in reverse and I don't even know if anything would have made sense at that point mm-hmm. or even if you could honestly the last thing you do before you get the paraglider when you have to end the tutorial prologue is a straight shot from one place that's inaccessible so they do kind of force you without letting just like you said they force you to do it this way without you even realize you're being forced to do it it's like they just give you little breadcrumbs you're like a kid following a candy trail. You're like, ooh, Tootsie Roll. <laughs> ooh, pack of Smarties. <laughs> and you just literally get bit by bit. And then you, by the time you realize what's happened, you just, you're already balls deep in the game. So that was brilliant. I really did. I thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And what was, what was also great about that little tutorial section is they kind of sprinkle in these little small islands that you can go to outside of the mm-hmm. main path. And it gives you some shit to do, some shit to explore. And there's usually something on one of those islands. And the the great thing about that is it's not just, oh, they're putting you out, they're putting this out there for you to explore and give you something to do. No. They are you you are using mechanics that you are learning as you're going through the prologue and using those mechanics to actually get to those specific islands and whatnot. So it's basically just practice and teaching you how to teaching you maybe, maybe even kind of making you think outside the box and how can you get, how you can sure. get to those specific spots on the map. Essentially they isolated practical and conceptual learning into critical thinking instead of press X to do this or this button does this. This combo does this. This It's like you said, you have to figure it out yourself. They give you the tools and the resources, but you can't get from this point to this point and move on until you figure out a way to do it. And the beauty of it is there's never just one way to do anything. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit more isolated in the tutorial part, but you know, even in the tutorial, and especially once it widens open or, you know, bust wide open or whatever, I'm telling you, man, you're going to be amazed at just the creativity you can put into the creations and the way to navigate. It's like, it's essentially Breath 2.0 with the anything and everything you could possibly think of that would have upgraded Breath, they put in here. I, I will agree with that. I will agree with that. I think... Like I said, I think I put about six to seven hours, somewhere around there, uh, into the game. Mm-hmm. I got to the first Skyview Tower, and I was like, I'm fucking done for tonight. I need to go to bed. Right. <laughs> and I, I will agree. I, I think if you're looking at this game from, okay, does it live up to those expectations of Breath of the Wild? I mean, it kind of has to because it's Breath of the Wild 2.0, like you said. So, I mean, it already has that base game there. And they've just changed some of the uh, some of the scenery, you know, post battle with uh, with Ganon, and uh, so you you still have the map that you're familiar with, but it also looks different at the same time. <coughs> and then they're just putting that base game right there, and then they just give you these just awesome mechanics on top of it. They give you the uh, the Ultra Hand. The Ascend, Recall, Fuse, uh, those are the only ones that I have right now. Um, And I I think what they have done with those mechanics are super smart because it just opens up so many possibilities. It opens up so many doors on what you can do and accomplish in that base game. 
So right. essentially, you have the base game Breath of the Wild, and they just added to it to make it better. So, yeah, I mean, in the end, I mean, it's got to be better than Breath of the Wild, right? When it's all yeah, I, mean, I think it has to. Truly, I think it. I don't, I don't see at this point. I don't see anything or remember anything from Breath of the Wild that would stand out by itself enough that could that that could put this one on its ass. I mean, it's everything I hoped it would be, and more. Mm-hmm. You know, when we when we did those uh, those Nintendo Direct recaps and whatnot, and we talked about Tears of the Kingdom before this episode. I was. I was not hesitant, but when we when we started talking about creating vehicles and shit like that, I'm like, I mean, okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not typically that kind of uh, that, that's it doesn't typically that's not typically something that I I want in my video games is to create right. shit and, and stuff like that. But once you actually get into the game and you're creating this long ass fucking bridge to to bypass something, um, it's a it's a lot of fun. That's not to say it's not janky though. The the controls are janky to me. The the attachment controls are very janky. That is one th- and I think that's probably just has to do with the sensitivity of the Joy-Cons and the fact that even when you play handheld, if you move your hands or you move or whatever, it kind of moves the screen for you. You know, that's an issue. But I don't really struggle with them outside of when I'm trying to attach something to something else at the perfect angle. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, say no more, sir. Yes, that, I'm telling you, that was a dirty joke. But there are things you will encounter where you're like, "I see what he's talking about." That's a pain in the ass. <laughs> literally, literally, literally. Shout out. <laughs> yes. And uh, for the, for the audio listeners out there, uh, you're you're gonna have to go to YouTube to see what what Chris just did. Chris made <laughs> Which, a friendly by gesture. The way, by the way. I don't know if you know this, guys, but if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast app, you can watch us in all of our gloriousness on YouTube by going down to the description below and clicking that link, and it'll send you to our YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, do all that bullshit. So you know that when we put out uh, content pretty much every single day. So go click that link below. Uh, Vice versa for the uh, video listeners right now. We have audio only podcast so you can click the link below and it'll send you to it'll, it'll send you to spotify but you can go search for us uh on any of your favorite podcast listening apps uh <clears throat> sorry so you could the the mechanics the the ultra hand all that you know you you had mentioned the or i mentioned the jankiness of it and you was like the perfect angle you know when you're trying to rotate it mm-hmm. and you're trying to make it like straight up that to me is a pain in the ass more so than it has to be. I think, um, I think they should have just given you free control of the joystick to do it rather than the D pad. Yeah, that's true. Better. Let's do I, I, I do agree. Yeah. It's, I think you should have your choice. I, I think the right D pad should work. Or, I mean, I think the D-pad should work, and I think the right joystick should work if that's how you choose to do it. Because I was the same way for the first, like, five or six things that I created. But now, dude, I'm, I don't even think about it, to be honest with you. Like, it gets a lot easier when you, 
it's like something just clicks and you're like, all right, you can look at how you're holding it and just already know it's like solving a Rubik's cube. Three turns to the right, two turns up, one turn back. You know, you you don't even. It's not that big a deal once you get used to it. You could still have the freedom to use the joystick though, because you don't use the joystick for anything else while you're doing that. So, mm-hmm. so I came across when you when you finish the tutorial and you go down to Hyrule. You know, they they you see these things every so often. It's a platform with wheels and shit like that. I was like, huh, bro, I'm about to make me a car. <laughs> I'm tired of fucking running. <laughs> so I made this shitty ass fucking car. And I put a fan on it to make it fucking go, right? It didn't go anywhere. I'm highly disappointed. The, the fucking car did not move. Really? Yeah. I saw the stuff sitting there, but I haven't tried to make one yet. I assumed that those were like pieces and stuff you can make for like a carriage when you start getting horses and all that. They can pull all your shit around. Like if you got to move, you know, wood or whatever to make other shit. I, I don't know. I didn't try to throw a fan on it. Good idea. It's a good idea. No, I put I put four wheels on on underneath it, so it was one platform, and then I put two sides because I don't want to fall out of the motherfucker, right? Right. Safety first. <laughs> Safety first. Sure. <laughs> and then I put the fan on the back, and I hit it. I was like, "Let's go, bitch!" And I went nowhere. <laughs> We're going nowhere fast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> So, just to talk about some of the uh, the overall mechanics for for just a bit, Ultra Hand, you're you're building things and you're combining things. That's kind of what we're talking about right now. And then you have Ascend. I did not know how much I would love Ascend until I fucking got it. Yep, agreed, one hundred percent. It's kind of fucking broken, to be honest with you. Almost. Continue, and then I will elaborate. <laughs> like, I haven't got to some places that I'm like, uh, can I do this? And it does it. I'm like, okay. But I, I haven't really run into many spots where I haven't been able to use it. Mm-hmm. I know there's a there's a mountain of some sort right, bef- right before you get that skill, that ability. And I was like, how the fuck do I get up there? Because <laughs> it's, it's one little platform hanging over the edge. I'm like... Mm-hmm. I have one log right here. What the fuck? How am I going to get this? How was Zelda creators? How is this helping me? And then I'm like, what have you done? I'm like, man, I could really use my, my paraglider right now. I could just fucking go somewhere higher and just jump into this bitch. Yeah. But you know, I skipped it and I found a way up to the next shrine and it was a send. I was like, Oh, these motherfuckers right here, man. All right. So I walked back and I did the ascend into the platform. I was like, all right, y'all got me. Y'all got me. This this is awesome. I see you. <laughs> yeah. And But then I got killed when I got up there because there's two enemies up there. And uh, let me just tell you, they don't hit lightly. <laughs> they fucking knocked my ass off the, off, off the mountain. I was like, well, that's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, dude. That's, that's one thing I was going to mention at some point is, and I, I think it happened a little bit with breath. Oh, hang on one second. Sorry. Had to ignore a call. My bad. <laughs> uh, it, it happened a little bit with breath, but some of the enemies that I'm coming across are just murking my ass. Yes. And I, I it, even in the tutorial, like the prologue part, some of the people I was just, I wasn't ready for it. 
you know? And, I, you know, I, all I've really done after that, again, not to spoil anything, is I did, like, two-story missions just to widen the map a little bit, and then I've just been running around bullshitting and finding shrines, and literally for, like, seven hours I have done nothing productive. But did you just come across some people, and you're like, nope, got to get out of there. Like, there's just, there's just no chance. Like... <laughs> And it's it's close though. It's really close to where you start is what's crazy. The the ones that I'm talking about have that little zane or how hell how however mm-hmm. the hell you want to say it. And it turns into a fucking flamethrower. I was like, where the fuck did this come <laughs> from? <laughs> yeah. It, although you're talking about the ones on the mountain, like yeah. when you were in the icy place. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came my ass like, first time I found it too. Since when do we have fucking flamethrowers in Zelda? Uh, if it wasn't, if it, I don't think they were in Breath of the Wild, were they? The flamethrowers? Okay. Uh, no, he I don't. I, don't my ass. So. I was like, God damn! I gotta run back here and eat eat a fish real quick because uh, I'm almost dead. So yeah, man. The 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 like like you said, these these guys just one hit, almost one hit, quit you every single time, and it's like. I remember Breath of the Wild when at the very beginning, before I was able to get hearts and shit like that, I just mm. never engaged in combat whatsoever. And yeah, not even a little bit. Shit. I mean, I'm probably going to do the same thing now because I'm getting my ass kicked. What is kind of cool because, and that is one thing that I didn't pay attention to as much, I guess, in Breath was you, it's kind of, it's got a stealth aspect to it too because you have to do that. Like, you have to, you've got to, find shrines you know and you've got to solve them and you know unlock them to get hearts and stamina bottles you know and all that stuff so up until you at least get to the point where you are able to fight them you have to weasel your way around a lot of shit like you you gotta it's not just about you can't always just find a tall ass tree and paraglide to where you need to go like they they did a really good job of bringing actual stealth into this one because by the time I started actually fighting everybody in Breath of the Wild, I probably had seven or eight hearts and two stamina wheels. And even then, I was just, I won't say I was kicking the shit out of people. I still got my ass handed to me every now and then. You just fuck around and find out what the wrong one, I guess. But, right. like, dude, this one, I'm just, I don't even try. I'm like, nope, going around your ass. <laughs> flying right over the top of you. And sometimes they get you with that shit. It's like they, they designed it to know that that's what you're going to try to do because you'll you'll glide over a camp full of enemies and then by the time you land you're on top of like a hidden fucking rock giant that just pops up out of the ground he's like surprise motherfucker <laughs> surprise and then, motherfucker and you know stone dead you know but it's it's still right. fun like it it doesn't make me mad like i'm just like see see what you did there all right got me that's like some dark soul shit it it really is and it, it's so wild to see that in a zelda game I'm so scared of, of like, I'm frightened. I am getting my ass kicked by these lower enemies. We haven't even fucked up. We haven't even fucked with the uh, Lionels yet. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> Bro. Oh, no. Those, those enemies are on a whole different fucking level. Mini boss fights. Jeez. Essentially just mini boss fights. I'm telling you, nothing gives me anxiety more than those motherfuckers. Like, I could play any boss, fight any boss in Dark Souls, Bloodborne, whatever. But those Lionels, man, they kick my ass every fucking time. Uh, it's It's been so long since I fought one that I don't remember how bad it was other than I hate them. 
Like that's 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 pretty much all I remember. But I remember Breath of the Wild. There was one in the Coliseum. He was he would throw lightning bolts at you. Uh huh. Oh yeah. And there was a way you could cheese him. But he also had a way to negate your cheese, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is, you know, when you think about the creators and whatnot, like, y'all have a bunch of fucking dicks, man. <laughs> yeah. Because you could stand up on a ledge and then basically shoot him with some arrows from the top. I mean, granted, he had a lot of health. So you'd just be it's basically a, a bullet sponge or an yep. arrow sponge in this case. But he had like heat seeking lightning arrows or some shit and they would hit you every single time and eventually you'd get to the point where like dude I can't fucking beat this dude even trying to cheese him <laughs> and they I, oh, I, I do remember that fight because they you couldn't block them either like no. your only prayer was to try to dodge roll last second but you had to be standing in front of like a tree or a rock or something because if you didn't the arrow would turn around and come right back at you from the other side I remember that that shit was annoying <laughs> Bunch of dicks. Yep. Bunch of dicks. So that that's Ascend. Ascend, I think, is one of the, one of the most broken things in the game so far. Um, a lot of fun. I, I wasn't anticipating so much so much platforming in this game. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of fucking platforming. Yeah. You're having to 100%. move. Pla- you're having to move platforms to get up into another island at the very beginning, or um, you know, you're trying to build these long ass bridges, which I don't know if that was if they had planned on people doing that. Which, by the way, we we got we got a segue into this part of the conversation for just a second, okay? Sure. So things with the Ultra Hand that the creators did not anticipate. <laughs> you saw that on YouTube, I'm guessing. <laughs> Well, I was, I'm not saying I did it, but I ran into it before I saw it on, on YouTube. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, people are building these long-ass bridges. I'm like, I don't know if, I don't know if they had planned on us just doing that, but it's there. You know, you can make the long-ass bridge to, to get up to the next platform or whatever. But the other part was uh, torturing the Koroks. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's the first Korok that you meet. You have to get him to his friend. So, you have to build a cart that goes on that rail, and it goes down to his friend. So, I uh, I built it, and then when I, when I hit it for it to go, it was like, ooh, <laughs> it fucking landed on him. I was like, oh, my bad, bro. <laughs> That's uh, a fault. <laughs> and then I was, and then he landed on fire on accident or some shit. And he's like, "Ow, ow, ow!" <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, this is fucked up, man. I'm torturing you." And then I saw the shit on on uh, TikTok of the crucifixions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, this is so fucked up, but it's hilarious." <laughs> Dude, the, I started seeing those videos on TikTok and YouTube like nine hours after the game came out. Like, it took these people absolutely no time. <laughs> Just, that shit was funny, though. I, I saw one video. They they built this cart. They put a crucifix on the cart. <laughs> they put the Korok on the crucifix. <laughs> and then 
they uh God. they had like this huge fire or some shit and they rolled the cart into the fire. <laughs> I was like, dude, this is so fucking this is so fucked up, but it's hilarious. <laughs> How could you even make a Zelda game dark like that? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just curious to know what the the creators are out there thinking. What are they fucking doing? <laughs> did you see? Did you see the one where the guy walks up to the bottom of this big ass statue and ascends through the bottom of it? No. <laughs> yeah, this is. I don't. I haven't. Obviously, I haven't found the segment of the map yet. But this is. It's like a giant statue, and the 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 legs of the statue are spread. And the, the thing is like crouching down and it's got... <laughs> the dude literally just walks up under it and like looks and then <laughs> oh, I'm inside God. you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I saw one uh, where they use the uh, the uh, rewind feature. Dude got a stick and they put two boulders on the side of it. <laughs> Some dick and balls. Sure. And he basically did the rewind feature. He, like he moved it in the air with the ultra hand or some shit, and then hit rewind. I I, I don't know. And basically, it was just teabagging this uh the the big ass rock monsters. What, what are they called? <laughs> the uh the is it Hinoi? Is that what they're called? Hinox. 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 Yeah. So it was basically teabagging the Hinox repeatedly. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> I'm so ready for this portion of the game. I'm so ready for it. <laughs> that seems right. That tracks. Oh my god! It's it's a yeah, dude. It's I know we make the jokes because the shit is hilarious, but essentially they they took Breath of the Wild and they added Minecraft. Like yep. you 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 pretty much have that much creativity. You can as long as you and you don't have to find the parts because you can. It's so convenient because you can store any spare parts right in your inventory. Like. It's it's just like Minecraft. Mm -hmm. I never even really played Minecraft much, but to be honest with you, it's probably a lot of fun now that I've dabbled in Tears of the Kingdom. My son plays a shit at Minecraft. I'm like, he's like, how do I do this? I'm like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you. Dude, I know a lot of grown-ass men that play it, like, habitually. Yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. <laughs> but after seeing bits and pieces of this, I kind of get it. I'm I'm just blown away by all the shit you can do, and I'm telling you, I have not progressed the story at all. I've literally just been roaming around for like seven hours, just finding shrines and doing fuck all. You know, we we've talked about Breath of the Wild before, and I, actually, I, I'm curious. I I do have a couple questions wrote down here that I, I kind of want to bring to you. Okay. Okay. I, I'm curious. How do you feel? So let's say Xenoblade Two, Xenoblade Three. Okay. Xenoblade 3, while it is two vastly different stories, and just speaking from your perspective, both stories are fucking amazing, okay? Mm hmm But 3 just amplifies everything combat-wise and just improves on everything in the, uh, the one that came before it. How do you feel about... Like, when you talk about your top 10 games of all time, I don't know if Breath of the Wild is in your top 10 or not. It's in my top 10. Definitely is, yeah. So when you finish playing this game, we everything that we have set up to this point is, hey, it's Breath of the Wild, just better. 
So do you keep Breath of the Wild in your top 10? I mean, it's basically the same game, just elevated with extra shit. Do you push that out of your top 10 and just put Tears of the Kingdom there? I think so. Uh, because it's just because of replay value and anything and everything that's going to happen with... What's a good way to word it? I think, uh, like, like I said, it, yeah. it's, it's it's improving on everything from the first game in every way. The I shit agree. that you were pissed off about in the first game, it's still there. Okay, weapon degradation, that's still there. The fucking controls that are janky, still there. I mean, there's lots of things right. that they did not take out. So it is basically Breath of the Wild just with extra shit. So I feel like we have to move it. And the story wasn't good enough to say, okay, well, it stands on its own. Well, yeah, right. That's kind of where I was going with it. You, you mentioned Xenoblade 2 and Xenoblade 3. I think I could probably safely leave both of those in whatever list I would make just because as much as 3 upgraded 2's combat system, the standalone story in 2 is just that much better. That's kind of negated with breath versus tears. So I, I agree. I think you have to, I think I'll have to push it out just because all the new things I can do and all the fun I'm having with all the new things I can do. If I went back and tried to play breath, it's probably still going to entertain me enough that I could sit and play it, but I'm not going to be as invested as I was before I played tears. You know, exactly. It's still an amazing game, but it's just better. Exactly. So the, the the other question that I have is this this game is getting stellar reviews. Tens across the board, okay? I, I think uh Game Informer gave it a nine nine point seven five, which I don't even know how you give a nine point seven five. I don't even I don't even know what that means. Uh I'm trying to think of another franchise that consistently gets tens across the board with every new release other than Mario Mario seems to be nines and tens just about every single time they, they release a new game I'm, I'm trying to think of another franchise you, you could probably throw from software up in there because Sekiro got a bunch of nines and tens Elden Ring obviously got a lot of tens Bloodborne people talk about that shit all the time mm -hmm. but I don't feel like any franchise does it to the effect of Mario and Zelda no, no. And I mean, everybody has their own opinions about the Mario franchise, but at this point, they just are what they are. So I don't even know that those are warranted, to be quite honest with you. I, I could see it going to Zelda, though, justifiably. I mean, I, I think the only Zelda game I've ever actually been let down by was Majora's Mask. Mm -hmm. And that's an unpopular opinion. That's a that's a fan favorite among a lot of crowds, you know. So I get it. Truthfully, it's well deserved. I would give. You said Breath got a nine point seven five two. No, Breath of the Wild got uh almost tens across the board. Tears oh, really? The, I, mean, I, I may have said Breath of the Wild. Tears of the Kingdom got a nine point seven five from IGN, not IGN, Game Informer, and I think that was the lowest score that I saw. Oh. Yeah, no. If Breath got tens everywhere, then Tears has to as well. That's just not a fair comparison. Exactly. I mean, it's yeah. But it, 
it's it's equivalent to this is probably a a apples or oranges kind of thing but like i gave current's album the way it ends five stars i fucking love that album i was listening to it two to three times a day and i'm still listening to it i love all those songs lyrical content all that right the death we seek sound wise they do everything better on this album so it's kind of like how can i justify not giving this five stars now (laughs) i mean yeah when seems fair i mean when you start just doing the same thing but improving in every way that's kind of what this game has done for breath of the wild it's just improved on everything some of the things that i will say that are kind of annoying um and it's it's just issues that i have with breath of the wild like i said the the buttons i i don't know what it is but i always want to fucking run with with whatever and the jump button being x throws me the fuck off I can't tell you how many times I have fallen and died off of a ledge because I didn't jump. <laughs> I didn't jump right. Right. Um, so that's a bit of an issue. And then you have the, uh, the accessibility options. There's no brightness changing. There's no changing the sounds. There's no, there's no nothing. There's basically five things that you can change in the, in the settings and that's it. So mm-hmm. they, they don't have a lot of things that you can adjust based on your place, your play style. And that's kind of disappointing. Um, so if you're somebody that thinks that the game is too fucking bright and kind of wants to turn it down a little bit, you can't do that. So I don't know yeah, why it's they... Just gonna, it's going to be bright. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know why they do that lack of... those lack of options. I'm just going to chalk it up to Nintendo being Nintendo. But I, I don't I, think that's a pass, you know? A lot of it is probably room for data in the game itself. I mean... There, there's just so much that has to fit in that little cartridge. I feel that. <laughs> there's so much that feels in such a little thing. <laughs> yeah. Story of your life, huh? Story of my fucking life, man. Uh, the other two options uh, for abilities that we have that we did not talk about. Uh, recall, which is the rewind objects. And then fuse. You can fuse items and objects together to make new weapons. So that kind of helps with the combat degradation a little bit you know you your sword's getting fucking fucked up and you need to it's about to you know be broken combine it with a huge ass stone and you now got a new weapon and with with reset durability yeah exactly yeah and uh i I like that app i like that option and then i do too to to fuse uh like items with your your bow and arrow with your arrows Mm -hmm. That is fucking dope. Have you have you played around with that a lot? Like, have you just fused random shit to it to see what happens? I've done bombs, bomb flowers. I've oh, done yeah. the little yeah. the little fi- to make fire arrows. I've done that, and I think that's I've done the homing arrow. You know the one with, with, with the, the eyeball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've done I've used that before, uh, but as far as that, nothing else. Okay, yeah, I mean that's pretty much. Outside of the elemental stuff, most of them just amplify the damage. But some of the random like fangs and bones that you find do like seven hundred percent damage. Like it, some of them just turn them into cheat codes. Mm-hmm. Now it's you know it's the rare shit, so it's kind of like the bomb flowers. You won't be able to use them all the time, but still though, it, it's cool just to see because they put so much detail into it. Because I don't, 
very few items simply just increase your damage slightly. Like, it's not like you can put anything on it to get the same result. you got to actually play around with it to figure out what's better and what's best. And it doesn't tell you other than fuse it with arrows. So you got to just try it. It's pretty cool. I think I might play around with that a little bit because I uh, use my bow and arrow a lot. Yeah, yeah, me too. 100%. And the combat, the, the weapon degradation, I, I, I'm going to assume that they, they heard the players because there wasn't one person alive that played Breath of the Wild that didn't constantly bitch about the durability of weapons. But they didn't fix it. And I think they didn't fix it intentionally because I actually really liked that I have to cycle through weapons a lot because it gives me an opportunity to experiment with different fusions and combinations of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's not like you're ever... One thing they did fix is they're more readily available. Like, you're not always going to gonna come across a pre-fused weapon. That's actually pretty hard to find. But you will always have the available resources that you can make something. You know, so it's kind of actually cool that it, it pushes you to not just keep making, like, a stick with a rock on the end of it. You could, you gotta experiment. And you gotta just work with what you have. So honestly, I, I not only don't have a problem with the weapon degradation anymore. I like it because it just it forces me to use my creativity and my imagination on the fly. It's kind of like a just a hidden mechanic in the game that you don't really think about because you're just brain training yourself every time you battle to do it. I I one hundred percent agree with that. I one hundred percent agree with that. I think. Like you said, it gives you an option to experiment, gives you an option to try new shit, and it keeps the game fresh for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to keep bringing... I, I do this all the time, guys. <laughs> I will talk about one particular game or series to to prove my point. Using Horizon or Dark Souls, you know, pretty much when you get in Dark Souls, you you... I mean, you cycle through some weapons, but you get to the point where, okay, this weapon is kind of what I want, and I'll use that for the duration of my playthrough. Horizon. Yeah, you have a bunch of different abilities, but you basically have your spear and your bow. I mean, you have different versions of those items, but that's basically it. So there's not really a whole lot of... There is experimentation with Horizon because, like I said, they have different versions and whatnot, but they all basically do the same thing. Whereas in this game, I can go get a hoe. Not not the person, but like the object. Sure. Like <laughs> and, <a> Nintendo. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can get a hoe and combine it with another fucking rock. And now it's a not only a more durable weapon, but it's more powerful. And like you said, you can just do that with so many different objects in the game. And especially if your rusty sword is is almost broken combine it with that rock again and now you have a brand new brand new weapon and it's just I, I do like those options of kind of going back and forth and and changing your weapons and and whatnot i do i do like that yeah it's it, a lot of fun it was a way of improving on what happened in breath of the wild <laughs> like guys we're not changing this shit but we'll we'll make it a little bit easier well i yeah, it kind of made me feel almost like a dumbass for hating it so much in breath. I mean, it's justifiable to hate it in breath because there's just not shit you can do about it. You sword breaks, you find another one. It's all you can really do. But one of the only things I wanted them to fix was just let my weapons even either last longer or just let me fucking fix them for free, you know, or at all for that matter. But 
they didn't, but I'm glad they didn't in retrospect because, again, just a lot of fun. That, that was one of the things I had issues with in Breath of the Wild. It, it wasn't the fact that, oh, this, this, this item is breaking. I got to get a new one. That, that, that really wasn't the issue with it. My issue was I, I'm not using my stronger weapons because I don't want those to break. Right. I'm going to save this for a time period in which I really fucking need it. So mm-hmm. the experimentation just was not there in that first game. Right. So you you got a, a claymore or or something along those lines. Okay, well I'm not fucking using it because I mean that thing is going to fucking die or not die. It's going to it's going to break. And then I'll have to try to find a find a new one somewhere. So that was kind of the biggest issue for the weapon degradation in Breath of the Wild for me. And I'm I'm sure that was for a lot of people. But now that we have this mechanic to like you said combine stuff and make new weapons and improve the durability of it. I'm like, okay. Well, it makes me want to use my other weapons for sure. Right. No, 100%. And you can essentially, I've, I found, I put a a battery cell on a hoe and it pretty much gave me the grab hammer from Halo. Try that one. Yeah, try that <laughs> one. That was, that was fun. Well then, that sounds hot. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> but again, just you, you, you can you confuse anything with anything. The the what's the word I'm looking for? The options are limitless, and yep. I I really love that about the game that I've so far that I've played. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else you want to say before we uh, cut out of this this segment, sir? Um, I have one problem with it. Ooh. Legitimately, only one at this point. And if I can ascend through things. Why can I not then in turn descend right back through them? Yeah. That's it. That's my one bitch. If I give it a 9.9, that's where the point one comes from. <laughs> you know the, uh, the, the what was it called? The Temple of Time mm-hmm. on the islands. You trying to get, trying to find Zelda and shit like that. Did, did you try going up? Mm hmm. Okay, so I got all the way to the fucking top. I don't know what you do up there, but there's something up there that you do. <laughs> and I got to the top, and I was like, well, how the fuck do I get back down? <laughs> because I am in a pickle. <laughs> I am in a pickle. Uh, I'm in a tight spot. Shout out. <laughs> I bet it took like 45 minutes to get up there. Dude, it did. <laughs> I bet, yeah, I bet it, it was, did. It was unnecessarily uh, tedious, and... You get to the top and there's nothing fucking up there. And I'm like, well, fuck, that was a waste of time. <laughs> like, I literally got nothing out of this adventure. But but I will say this. I, I was able to look over the edge and try to find some water. And I do like that. You can just dive off that ledge. And it doesn't matter what water it is. As long as you hit water, you're fine. Oh, yeah. If you land on a raindrop, he just, like, cuts a flip and turns right back up. But there's also a cool... It's not even a feature. It's just a little little detail of the game. When you hit that water from a from a height, and when you come back up, it's like raining down on you from you splashing. I don't know if you noticed that. I have not. No. I was like, okay, look, I don't want to. 
I don't want to make this out to some revolutionary thing that happened in the game because it's not. And, I mean, Sony does it, Xbox does it, and all that. But I don't know. It, it was just weird to see that in a Zelda game where they they put that little detail in there. Well, I mean, when they hit the water, of course, it's going to fucking shoot water up and then it's going to come back down. Right. I, I thought it was a neat, neat little thing. It's kind of cool. I haven't noticed yet, but I'm going to go do it on purpose as soon as we get off the off the call. Right. I do know that if you land on a fish from a certain distance, it will automatically kill the fish. How did you land on a fish? I didn't. I just saw somebody do it. Oh, I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's fucking impressive. I know. This guy put the TikTok up. He was just playing the game. And then he was like, y'all, check this out. Dove from like seven miles high, just nose dove right on top of a fish and the fish died i was like that's that's a that's a pretty cool detail it's it's little details like that that makes games better to me Mm -hmm. all right sorry guys not not now i'm not in glorious 4k anymore now i'm all blurry and shit had to change cameras my my computer was dying (laughs) going six bit (laughs) oh this looks bad (laughs) oh no (laughs) Uh, so yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm loving the game so far. You know, Tyler texted me last night. Y'all both texted me at the same time, basically. And I was like, strange. Y'all do that a lot. Okay. That doesn't <laughs> surprise me. <laughs> like he texted me about birth of the wild or tears of the kingdom. And then you text me almost immediately. Uh, hey man, what are we doing for tomorrow? And I'm like, did y'all plan this? Were y'all talking to each other? And y'all just both I- texted me the same time. <laughs> it's impressive. I don't know. Known each other since we were six, man. It's probably just a, a, a brain wavelength thing at this point. Twinsies. Yeah. Could be. Uh, so, so yeah, I, I'm loving it so far. Tyler texted me, and he he got the game yesterday, so he's he's ready to dive into it. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be easy, easily 120, 150 hours, easy. I would say closer to 150 to 160. Because for me the, personally. Because the thing with Breath of the Wild was the fact that I got lost. I'm not saying lost as in like, oh my God, I don't know where I'm at. No, I got lost in that world. And that's why it's one of my favorite games of all time. I just, mm-hmm. it, it didn't bother me that I wasn't accomplishing anything. It was just fun to roam around and die by Lionels all the fucking time, not not ever kill one. It, it was fun to do that shit for me. And every time you turn around a corner, oh, there's a new thing. So let me ask you this, and we'll we'll move on to the last portion of the episode. I totally forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> that was a bad time. That was a bad time to forget the question. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought about it, and then I forgot it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I don't I don't know where I was going with that. You were talking about getting lost in Breath of the Wild and then you transitioned into oh, yeah. a question. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got it. So let me ask you this. The shrines. Now, when I played it, it was I'm gonna do all the shrines, I'm gonna knock out all the towers, and then I'll focus on the story. Do you have a way that you're gonna that you're gonna tackle this? I mean, not really. I mean, I, I will. I'm gonna do that because that's what I did for Breath. I'm probably not gonna get absolutely all of them right off the bat, but 
I'll do that until I get bored of doing it, and then I'll just go do a few missions or side quests to actually get some legitimate story gameplay in, but then I usually just wind up going right back to Towers and Shrines because the exploration is my favorite part of the game. So, I spent 40 minutes last night because I saw a shrine and I put a pin on it, but it was at the top of a mountain that I probably didn't have the stamina to climb up, but I was like, there is a way. <laughs> there is a way. 40 minutes later, finally figured out the, the beaten path, you know, and it didn't bother me at all that it took 40 minutes. That's just the beauty of these games in general. So, I think that is, I think that's well said. I, Thank I think you. that that kind of highlights my feelings about it. It's like it, it doesn't matter that I'm I'm running around trying to figure out how to get up this fucking mountain. It, it that that to me, like you said, is is all about the game and all about the exploration. One hundred percent. So me personally, I'm probably going to do the same thing that I did last time. I want I want the the map unlocked, and while I'm doing the map, if I see a shrine, I'll highlight it and I'll go to it, knock it out. And then I'll probably knock out the shrines, and then I'll come back for the uh, the side quests and the main story. I mean, I'll, obviously, I'll do side side quests in between. But as far as like knocking out the main story, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty much done with the main story for for the next seventy hours at least. I would say so. Me too. Like the 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 main story is going to be the last stretch of the game for me, mm -hmm. regardless of how I do everything else. But it's yeah, it. I just have no desire to do it yet. I'm not at all remotely bored with exploring the world and which apparently I will say this, you are supposed to advance the story a little bit because you have to unlock certain parts of the world that way, which dick balls, but right? whatever. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll play the game. <laughs> right. I'll play it the way you want me to. <laughs> But that man, that was the way I played Breath of the Wild, and I have very, very fond memories of that game. So mm -hmm. why not, why not try to do it twice? You know, I know, I agree. I mean, they made the same game twice. <laughs> Let me do it the same way twice. I could play it my way twice. Exactly. All right, so we're just gonna go through a couple of a uh, little new segment, and then we'll hit our weekly recommendation. Okay. Uh, Silk Song got delayed. It was supposed to come out the first half of this year, and they released a statement saying, yeah, it's just, it's not ready. Uh, and they didn't give us a release date. They didn't give us a window, anything like that. They just said, when it gets closer to the release window, we will let you know. Which, I'm kind of like on the, the fence about. Like, one, I'm like, bro, you got to know, like, just give me something. Okay, G give me, f I'm, I'm just being impatient, honestly. Give me some." thing to hold me over until it comes out but also on the other side of it i want it to be perfect i want it to be the best game possible so 100 fucking take your time with it yep that's kind so, of what we said about tears before it came out <laughs> exactly exactly and, and six years later worth the wait <laughs> you're right you're right <laughs> i i'm perfectly okay with you know some games you just you won't be able to fix and make better but I don't know. Something tells me Silk Song. The the longer it it cooks, the better it's going to be. Just like a uh, Hellblade Two. Like we have literally heard nothing about that fucking game in Not a, a very 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 long time. But you know what? I I saw the uh, there's there was a trailer that came out not too long ago, and it looked fucking amazing. 
Yeah. It's fucking amazing. So, hey, guys, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. I'll keep waiting. Right. I always, like, I forget how much I want to play it until it gets brought up again. So, like, I'm fine waiting however long I need to for that one. Exactly. Yep. And then uh, the acquisition of Activision and Blizzard went through. Uh, it was approved by European by the European Commission. So it was just step one of trying to get that acquisition approved. I'm curious, very curious, because Microsoft has always been about, hey, let's bring everybody together, you know, exclusives, uh, whatever, you know. We, we love Sony. We love the players that play for, for PlayStation and whatnot. But I wonder how they feel now that Sony is over there like, nah, bruh, we're not fucking letting this acquisition go through. This is, this is fucked up. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to know if there's some bad blood there now. There has to be. 100%. What, whatever, whatever their people's names are, uh, Microsoft people, they have come out and talk shit about Sony, basically. Since I mean, yeah. Since the shit happened. So it's kind of like... Bro, I don't. I don't know if y'all are playing the same sandbox anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. They. I mean, they never have been. They always. They, they've never been buddies, you know. So, when one of them takes a hundred and seventy billion dollar jump over the other one, then I guess. <laughs> but I can see where Microsoft comes from. It, it, they're like, guys, you are leading the world in fucking uh, exclusives. Like your exclusives are great. <laughs> Us getting Blizzard is not going to change anything. So I, I can see I can see that point, but I, I honestly I just think it's Sony just being not only dicks but they're they're just scared. I mean, yeah, I mean that's exactly it. I, I see that shit a lot in what I do. Even just any type of corporate battle, there there's never. It it doesn't matter how far you are ahead when somebody takes a hit like that or hits you like that. You mean there's just They've always hated each other. It's not really a secret. So Sony's mm -hmm. just being petty about it. Petty little bitch. Right. No, that's, that's all there is to it. It's kind of comical if you ask me. Yeah. And that brings up I'm the... Not, I'm, as, a, as a PlayStation owner, I'm not really losing much with that, to be honest with you. I mean, I... Christian's what? probably pissed about it. <laughs> oh, I, I don't... I mean, I don't have an... I'm not going to get an Xbox until Hellblade 2 comes out. But when that comes out, I will get one. Unless it is strictly, if it if I can play it on my Xbox One, then I won't. Right. But if it's a next gen console exclusive, then that that is going to be what makes me want to go buy an Xbox. They haven't done anything up to this point to make me want to buy an Xbox other than Hellblade Two. I mean, hell, they uh, they released uh, Redfall not too long ago, and that fucking game sucks. That so, tanked, yeah. That tanked real hard. So the last two exclusives, Halo Infinite and then Redfall, your game sucked, dude. I'm playing the simple. Right. Whereas I mean, Sony, when they release their games, at least they're fucking great most of the time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm going to have people in the comments, oh, you Sony pony or whatever they fucking call X Xbox people. It is what it is, man. I, I just want to play great games. I don't care what console it is. And that's, I never really understood why. I, I get why the corporations hate each other because it comes down to brass tacks. I never really understood why Microsoft heads hate Sony ponies and why Sony ponies hate Microsoft heads. We're all in this together, guys. Like, 
We're just trying to play some goddamn video games. Like, <laughs> do you have but, stock in Microsoft? Why are you defending it so much? I don't. Exactly. I'm. I'm just saying. Like, for as inclusive as the gaming community can be at times, and be there to back each other, we fucking hate each other sometimes. <laughs> like vehemently. It, it's like you said. It's it's kind of comical. The the shit that everybody will will fight amongst each other with. People get bored. That's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's jump into our weekly recommendation. I had some other games. Dude, when I tell you I played Diablo 4, Server Slam, I was playing some Burning Shores. I also beat Return to Castlevania Dead Cells finally. Um I- I'm gonna mention Dead Cells for just a second, okay? So, I beat Return of Castlevania, beat the DLC, uh-huh. fucking loved it. I got this, uh, I got this legendary weapon at the very beginning of my run. It had an option to, it had an ability of three hundred percent extra damage whenever you hit somebody. So throughout the game, I was one hitting enemies left and right. You know what? Actually. I'm going to use this as my weekly recommendation. Segway. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> so 300% extra damage for this weapon. And I was one hitting every single enemy. This was the first time that I have ever hit 60 enemies killed in a row without taking a, a hit. There's a little door that opens that you can get if you kill 60 enemies in a row without taking a hit. So I did That's that pretty twice badass. in a row. Did that twice in a row. And then I also got the the trophy for beating a boss without taking a hit. I killed him in six hits. That's how Shit. fucking that's how fucking stacked this weapon was. So basically when I got to the uh to the end portion of the of the of the run, I was still one hitting everybody. I had a mutation that gave me with my first strike gave me plus 800 damage. So couple that with plus 300 damage, 300% damage on top of that. I was you I was doing with a non-critical strike 12,000 damage every single time, which is a lot. That sounds like a lot. Yes. It sounds like quite a lot. So basically, I was just sleepwalking through the entire game. Like that game, it it was so much fun. It was one of the best runs that I've ever had and the most fun that I've had and run got to dracula okay mind you i have been slaughtering folks left and right dracula said <laughs> you're a bitch <laughs> and fucking bitch slapped me so hard let me tell you there's a mutation that you can have where it lets you die if you die you get re- reborn again basically and you get a second chance so i had that mutation there I was not using my potions pretty much the entire game. I had to use all my potions, all my health flask. I died, came back, and I still almost died again with Dracula. Damn. That dude, I, I wouldn't have been able to beat him if I didn't have that. No. Awesome weapon. No, that, that sounds awful, actually. He has... He literally makes meteors fall from the sky that you have to avoid. And it's not just one. 
No, it's all over the fucking field of vision. <laughs> <laughs> he has waves of bats that does this. And, and you, you just can't, you can't you can't get out of the way. <laughs> you you can't. So I was like, this is some fucking bullshit. That sounds awful. So I I beat him. Or so I thought. And I'm I'm dude, my hands are sweating. I'm like, dude, that's fuck that was a great boss fight. And then wave two happens in the best Dark Souls moment that could ever happen to me. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> because <laughs> I was literally texting Tyler at that time. I was like, bro, I just beat dead uh Dracula. Fucking awesome fight. And then mid text, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> I had to throw my <laughs> I had to throw my phone down and get back to the fight because that dude was just he came back and one of the best boss fights, one of the best DLCs that I've ever played. Uh I highly recommend people to to go play it. It was so much fucking fun. So much fun. It sounds like it. Yeah, you know, and uh seven to eight months when I'm done with tears, Dead Cells is next on my list. So I'll get there and I'll fly through it start to finish for you. I think you will love it. I've been told. I, I really do. <laughs> it is right up your alley with the uh, with synergizing your your weapons and your abilities and whatnot. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I think you're gonna love it. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, I don't really have one, man. Not gonna lie. The only entertainment slash media that I've done since we recorded last is what I've played on Tears. So. I guess I'll recommend that. <laughs> oh no. I got nothing else. So if we didn't harp on it for the 50 minutes that we talked about it, go play Tears of the Kingdom, guys. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. If you didn't get the hint beforehand. Yes. Yes. But yeah, man. Uh I think that's gonna close out our episode. Um for those out there that want to support us, patreon.com slash two game. You can click the link below in the description and that'll take you to our Patreon. Join one of our awesome tiers, uh, Kaioken, Super Saiyan. <laughs> I'm still proud of it. Okay. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm a, pat myself on the there back. You go. One. <laughs> Pick your own poison people. Uh, by the way, this is going to be the first time that I'm announcing this because I said I would drop a little tidbits here and there up until uh, our relaunch. We, need supporters okay and here's the reason why we need supporters if you're listening to this and you're thinking well maybe you know maybe i should maybe i should support them maybe i shouldn't or maybe hey they recommended a game that was awesome versus they prevented me from buying a game that was absolute dog shit right maybe we gave you like a hidden gem from the many games that we talk about if we've done that um i ask you to support us I encourage you to support us because our next our next goal is when we hit a certain amount of subscribers, which we I'm gonna need probably about almost double to do this. We are going to take over San Diego Comic Con. The biggest Comic Con in the world, I would say. Christian and I will fly out to San Diego. We will take it over. And you're thinking, what does takeover mean? Well, I'm here to tell you. When we relaunch the podcast and the YouTube and whatnot, we are going to start adding in 
series where we are going to be bringing those series to life at comic cons. So basically when we go to comic cons, we're going to be interviewing people at comic con. We're going to be in cosplayers. Uh, anybody that's there, we're going to be interviewing, you know, casual fans, interviewing them, see what they love about comic con. And I, I kind of compare it to the one bite pizza reviews. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with those? Yes. And we're going to celebrate Comic-Cons. Okay, we're going to celebrate comic shops uh, towards the end of the year. We're going to be visiting comic shops and uh, just interviewing the people that go there and the people that own them and review them and whatnot. And the only way we can do that is with your help. Okay, San Diego, travel expenses, shit like that. So long I highly encourage you. I highly encourage people to uh, come support us, patreon.com slash two game, because we are about to fucking take over some shit. Okay, guys, Uh, we have great ideas on board, and that's just one of them. That's just one of them. There are many things that are going to be changing over the next couple months with this podcast, with this uh, YouTube channel and whatnot. So uh, come support us. If not, hey, it's fine. Thank you for clicking on this video. Thank you for clicking on this uh, podcast, whatever, Uh, reading listening and watching our content we appreciate you regardless uh but if you want some some awesome content i'm just saying it's there for the taking shit's gonna happen at whatever power level you desire exactly exactly uh but yeah that's that's my little spiel on on patreon and uh the little little nugget that i'm dropping right there we're gonna take over comic-con that is going to be the next biggest goal that we have and that's going to be fucking so much fun if we can do that. I'm actually planning on going to Atlanta in August. I'm I'm hoping. And I'm going to do the first video series there. Hopefully. No, no. That's not set in stone, but I'm, I'm hoping. It'd be sweet. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Well, guys, that is going to be it from us, sir. I appreciate you joining me. Of course. Thanks for having me, man. It's always fun. It's so much fun. So much fun. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get out of here so we can play. We can both get back to uh, Tears of the Kingdom for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, get back to work. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We will catch y'all next time on another episode. Laters. Peace out. <laughs>